Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study, or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Freedom is an important emotional word. To be set free is to be released from bondage. Sin enslaves. Because of sin in our lives, we are slaves to sin. But Jesus came into the world to break the power of sin over our lives and set us free. This freedom is only gained through faith in Jesus. Today on Drawing Near, we begin to explore all that Jesus is and all that he has done to set his followers free. So please take your Bible and turn to Colossians chapter 2 and join me for Jesus, the fullness of deity. As we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Father in heaven, I thank you for the Lord Jesus above all. I'm grateful because he is your expression of love and mercy and grace to fallen man. We as sinners are lost without a Savior. And Jesus came into this world, lived a sinless life, died on the cross to pay for our sin, was buried, and resurrected, conquering sin, death, and the grave. He did all of this so that those who trusted in him would be saved. Father, we thank you for this marvelous gift of grace. And we ask, Father, that you would help us to desire to understand it better and then to live underneath your grace, your saving grace in Jesus. Guide us in our study today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In Colossians chapter 2, verse 8, we were told that we were to be on guard against being taken captive through philosophy and empty deceit. As we begin reading in verse 9, we read why we are to think on Jesus and all that he has done. We're told in verse 9, For in him all the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form, and in him you have been made complete, and he is the head over all rule and authority. And in him you were also circumcised with a circumcision made without hands, in the removal of the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised up with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. Verses 9 through 15 are very Christ-intensive. We are told about Jesus and all that he has done, with so many pronouns referring to Jesus in these verses that it's almost hard to read. Over and over again, Paul writes, in him and he, over and over and over again. I encourage you to take some time and read verses 9 through 15, and just notice how many times you have to say, in him or he. It's really amazing. And that's what makes this passage, this section of Colossians, so valuable and so personal. In verse 9, we're told, for in him, For in Jesus, he's referring back to verse 8, for in him all the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form. In Jesus, all the fullness of God, all the divinity of God dwells in him in bodily form. Jesus is God become flesh. When we see Jesus, we see the Father. 
We've studied that before. In this one verse, it is so clearly spelled out who Jesus is. Jesus is God. He is man, bodily form, and he possesses all the deity of God. Verse 10 tells us, and in him you have been made complete. There is nothing lacking in our lives before God when we put our faith and trust in Jesus and follow him. When we are in Jesus, because of all that Jesus has done, we are made complete. That word complete means we have been made full. So we have the full deity of Jesus in bodily form, and in Jesus, we have been made full as God intended us to be. We are not deity. We are not divine, but we are full. We're no longer slaves to sin. We're no longer lacking. Because of what Jesus has done, we are made complete. And then verse 10 goes on and says, And he, Jesus, is the head over all rule and authority. He's not only God in the flesh who has made us complete through his sacrifice on the cross. He is the head over all, not just the head of the church. He is the head over all all rule and authority, all of the demons, all of the angels, all of the power, supernatural and physical. That's the Lord who came to this world and died on the cross, the one who is head over all rule and authority. So think with me for just a moment. Jesus is God in bodily form. He humbles himself and dies on the cross, paying for our sin and purchasing our freedom. Through his death, burial, and resurrection, He is able to take hold of his power, his authority over all rule and other authorities. This enables him in the book of Revelation to do what no one can do. He can take the scroll out of the right hand of him who sits on the throne, and he can execute judgment over the world, over the Antichrist, the false prophet, and the beast. Not only does he do that, but he can establish a millennial reign, he can judge Satan, and he can stand in judgment over all sinners. He has absolute rule and authority over all. That's the one who came to set us free. It is in thinking on him and embracing all that he has done and has called us to that we experience the freedom and the fullness that God sent Jesus into this world to purchase for us. And verse 11 tells us, and in him you were also circumcised. The Jews were circumcised as a sign of being the chosen people of God and embracing the covenant of God. But Paul here is talking to Gentiles, and he's telling these Gentiles, in him you were also circumcised with a circumcision made without hands, with a spiritual circumcision, a circumcision of the heart. And that is, The last part of verse 11, the removal of the body of flesh by the circumcision of Christ. When we trust in Christ, all of that fleshly sin, all of that rebellion against God has been paid for on the cross and has been stripped away from us. So we have been circumcised in the heart. It's another way of saying we are no longer in bondage to flesh and sin. We need to remember that we are either living spiritually, being led by the Spirit, obeying the Word of God, following Jesus Christ, or we are being led by the flesh, carnality, our bodies, 
the lusts of the flesh. And that's what Paul is talking about in verses 8 and following. We're not to be ensnared by the thinking of this world, by the philosophies of this world, but rather we are to be taken captive by all that Jesus Christ offers us, which is true freedom before God. And then reading verse 12, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised up with him through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. Paul writes in one of his letters, I have been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but it is Christ who lives in me. We see that kind of imagery here in verse 12. Baptism is a symbolic picture of being buried with Jesus Christ. He dies on the cross, he is buried, and we are buried with him. And when in baptism we are buried beneath the water, it is a symbolic representation of being buried with Jesus. And then the second part of verse 12 says, in which you were also raised up with him through faith in the working of God. So baptism is the picture of having been buried with Christ and being raised up with Christ. Now, when we die to our sin and trust Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we die to sin and the flesh. We are a new creation. And baptism shows us that we die to our old way of sins and are buried, and we are raised in Christ Jesus, a new creature. So we are raised up with him through faith. And this, again, is a picture of our future resurrection when we will literally die to this world and to this flesh, and we will be raised with Jesus Christ and spend eternity perfected, complete in Christ, and glorified in Christ. We have been crucified with Christ. We have been buried with him. We are raised a new creature through faith in Jesus Christ, a new creation, and we will experience a future resurrection when he returns. Praise the Lord. Father, thank you for these things that you have taught us, for these precious truths. We can count on your word, what you tell us is true and trustworthy. Father, help us to walk in this new life, to walk in the circumcision of a new heart. Help us to live fully all that you have given to us in Christ Jesus and in the freedom of Christ, experiencing your righteousness and holiness that testifies to our victory over sin. Thank you so much for these truths and the truths that we will learn in our next study. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and he will draw near to us.